When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, hello. Well, it's here. <laughs> Happy Wednesday. Hotly anticipated. Oh, part two of a sick director series by who? Io. And who? Olivia. And what? Where? The Iconography. podcast. Iconography. Yes. Where? Tis us. Your earbuds. Your ears, baby. Whatever podcast. Wherever you get your podcast. Dilly. Um... Uh, be it app or website whatever <laughs> i thought you were shortening apple Podcasts. i thought you were gonna be like app or spot or stitch yeah i know but and i tried to think of other podcast apps and then my brain fell apart art 19 whatever that one is i like literally don't really understand what that is but she's out there well it's actually it's mine that's my oh yeah i forgot that that's an anagram for iowa debris yes those are all the letters yeah don't try to spell it or i'll get mad i'll get mad just believe me just believe me believe women thank you <laughs> this is the podcast where we believe women. <laughs> this podcast is all about believe women welcome to yas queen hosted by crooked media where we believe women <laughs> stop because i have because i need money so i might sell that i might sell that very soon I think, I think it's so funny to, to be like, this is a podcast where we believe women. Every week we invite on a, a woman to tell us something and we believe it. And it's just women coming on being like, I don't think fire is real. And we'd be like, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yes, that's queen. true. Yes, yes queen. queen. Yours. <laughs> Every man has told me it. that fire is real. Like, well, where is it? Where's the where fire? I've never seen I like it. to see one fire. And we go, that's so true. Thank yeah, you. That's so powerful. Thank you like, for speaking literally, up. Literally, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Aya, what's something that you believe? I believe that's um, that I've never seen dirt. Okay, dirt. And I is, believe you and Yas Queen. Dirt is men. What's something that you believe? Oh, um, I believe that um, there actually isn't a helium shortage. I literally, that's true though. That's so true. Yes, Queen. Yes. Thank you. Yes, Queen. It's so nice to be heard. Olivia, yeah. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm honestly, I'm going to say it and you won't believe me. I'm pretty good as well. Okay. But I'm doing even better because you know what I'm thinking of? Icons of the week. Um, that is exactly what I'm thinking of. And I'm thinking of before we get into our icons, we talk about the people, places, things that are icons to us in this week. And I'd love to ask you who yours is. Okay, mine. Um, Not to be basic. I'm loving the new Haim album unfortunately no, not unfortunately good. they seem fine but that's like good, that's good Haim for me is something where I'm always like 
if someone like point blank asks me i'm like i actually don't really care about them and then i'll listen to like a single song and be like oh this is one of the great songs yeah and then for life. six hours later in my life i'm like yeah yeah exactly whenever they like walk down a street in la in a music video i'm like i love it i'm like they should do that this more. is all i want i love I'm, this i'm like good thank you anyway new album women in music part three delightful so good shout out to danielle an incredible singer they're all i like the heim sisters they're putting they they know what they're supposed to do and so they're doing it it's fun when a band is sisters when it's a brother sister that's creepy to me but when it's sisters when it's just sisters you get it um damn that reminds me of the hammond song you know that what the hammond song it's not by heim what is it it's it's um it's by so okay the Hammond song is by this group called the Roches R O C H E S these three sisters um who are were just like the original Heim <laughs> and they're so good and they have a song called the Hammond song that I highly recommend and it's okay, kind I'll of like listen. if Heim met our pals Daisy the Great oh that is so fun yeah it's kind of like that or 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 like if they or if the roaches were like okay one of us is gonna start another band and the other's gonna start a different band then those would be the two bands okay got it i think yeah but stream they, daisy the great yeah they rule stream daisy the great for real if you like fun lyrics and and weird cool harmonies then you would like daisy the great yeah um and, i and know that's, and that's mine. That's my icon, baby. No, just kidding. What if I was like, Olivia, my icon is you. You this <laughs> week have shown me what a strong, exemplary woman you are. Um, you are a I'd good say, friend. You're are we on Yas Queen? Beautiful. And I'm grateful for your presence in my life. Um, just kidding. I don't. Yeah, really, I'm just that's kidding. all jokes. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I don't ever speak to you. Just kidding. <laughs> we got paid to be put together by by a team we of got scientists. Simon Cowled. This is our One Direction. <laughs> Forever Dog picked us from a group who <laughs> auditioned solo. We're the um Diamond and Silka podcast. Don't say that. <laughs> I don't think that's funny. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry you think it was a little funny. Maybe it's a little funny, but I don't like it. Okay, sorry. I apologize. Oh, who's your icon this week? My icon this week is Michaela Cole. Yes, a contemporary icon. I'll tell you everything. Indeed, it all began on one snowy winter's eve. No, I. So Michaela Cole, um, right now has a show out on HBO called I May Destroy You. Uh, it's like going to be a limited series. It's already got episodes out a little bit early in the UK. And, you know, I'm trying to get that citizenship working real quick so I can get my episodes even faster. But um, it's just like a really cool, honest look at one woman's journey through uncovering her sexual assault. And... Um, it's really good and it's like funny but also dark and also weird and i like it so very much it's a great show it makes me think do i ever have any ideas if so should i stop having them i think she's got (laughs) i think she's actually got it covered on the idea front um but the show just makes me really excited for her as a creator as well because like she had this earlier show called uh chewing Chewing gum 
I love chewing gum. I liked chewing gum a lot, mm-hmm. but I actually really, I'm going to be honest, did not love chewing gum. I found mm-hmm. it like very, um, a little bit like abrasive at times mm-hmm. and really like straightforward. And I think maybe that also is because like I grew up very similarly to her. She also grew up Pentecostal and like I found a lot of similarities that I was like, oh, if you grew up like this, to me, this is the first joke you make. Like this mm-hmm. is like the explainer joke for everybody else. So everybody who's mm-hmm. like seeing it a fresh eyes, they're like, wow, this is so funny. And I'm like, we would make these jokes for each other in church. Or like, you know, like <laughs> like that sort of thing. Um, if she ever hears this, obviously I don't agree. I don't believe that. I'm just saying that, but um, you're perfect. <laughs> um, but, but with... Uh, I may destroy you it also just has been really cool because like to me I'm like not only have you always been incredible and like a sharp writer and very funny and smart and cool but it's like it shows both her growth and her range and I think that that's really cool yeah great that's why she's my icon she's your icon this week and we're also talking about another icon of yours this is true I, you have picked a director to I pair have with a director. the episode from last week. Mm-hmm. And I picked this director because... Director and actor. That, yeah, is, and not, that is not erase a hyphenate. And a, and a writer and comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked this icon because he's honestly somebody who I really look up to. And I think it's like hard to uh, find you know people who like you're like, oh, I want my career to like look a lot like yours but he's somebody who definitely has elements of that and also because last episode we had a very interesting conversation about sort of like what makes an icon and I think that he could be somebody we'll get into it who might also not end up being an icon he is a legend I will say for sure. Yes. Okay. And that is something we can talk about. And we can talk the about difference it. between those two things. But my pick this week is Robert Townsend. <sighs> and it's a name, baby. It's a name. Damn. Okay. I uh, Yes. When I feel like I know the answer to this question, but what was your first experience with Robert Townsend? And second part. When did you consider him to be an icon, maybe, if those are two different times? Yeah. So I grew up in, like, a black house mm-hmm. in the late 90s, early 2000s. And so it was just, like, you know, we we my parents will leave me on in, in front of the TV. Leave me on in front of the TV. Lord, leave the TV on. <laughs> <laughs> They just wouldn't turn you off. It was so crazy. No, I literally. My parents turned me off all the time. I was never able to charge my batteries and sort of we can see that sort of reflecting (laughs) now of the ways that I'm broken. But I, it's interesting because I just remember him more as like a constant figure throughout my entire childhood. Um, But two very specific memories are the five heartbeats which was constantly playing on BET and where I constantly had a crush on him. Just oh like God. just him as duck in the five heartbeats. Uh-huh. I was like, this is the type of man I will marry later in my life. I will see that I'm probably wrong, you know, and that's a shame. But 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 I would say, you know, I I, under, I understand how that's not true now, but I also do see the imprint of that movie on 
like you. Thank now. you. Thank you very much. Um, huge crush on him in that in, in sort of that vehicle. But another movie that was on throughout most of my childhood was The Meteor Man. Oh, my God. OK. I haven't and seen The Meteor Man. The Meteor Man. Incredible. And he um, we would like, I think, rent it from Blockbuster like constantly. What um, is it? The Meteor Man is a movie that he wrote um, and also produced and directed where he plays a guy named the Meteor Man who is like a school teacher who's like mild, like quiet, normal, like, you know, like normal, small man. And um, he um, gets struck by a meteor and becomes the Meteor Man. And so he like tries to defeat the gangs in his neighborhood okay, also not to jump not to jump ahead are you gonna jump Townsend with king of being a black superhero because before we got <laughs> other movie this is where i really was like this was my initial like robert townsend experience yes. is uh up up, up, up in a way where he plays the bronze Disney eagle original movie and I, I feel like I watched Up, Up, and Away. 1,100 times. A million times. I've seen, Up, Up, and Away is imprinted in my brain for sure. It also was imprinted in my brain as one of like the only movie, the only Disney Channel version movies that had like black people in it. And it wasn't like, part of the plot wasn't like, they're black. It's not like the color of friendship. Um, like, up, Up, and Away and 17 again. Who? Do you remember 17 Seven, again? 17 again is the Zac Efron movie. No. 17 again is... Oh, Olivia. Wow. So set so 17 again is a remake of the a Disney Channel original movie oh my God. called 17 Again starring the Maori siblings Tia, Tamara, and Taj. And Taj? Taj plays a young genius scientist who Why was Taj always playing a young genius? Because he was a young genius. Okay. And he makes a potion, I believe, that turns their grandparents 17 again. And so their grandparents are like hot and 17 and happy, but really annoying. I literally never saw this. The original 17 again is so good. Okay, the Maoris were really like running the table at Disney for like so long. Yes. That is incredible. Okay. Yes. We're putting a pin in that mentally. And, but going now. back to Up, Up, and Away, which yes. was to have like a black superhero family. Yes. It's like Black Panther's shaking. Sh- like Kinshokin. Just like t- literally like 18 years before we got a Black Panther movie, we had like Up, Up, and Away. Up, Up, and Away also, isn't it like the evil is one, perpetrated by E from Entourage, and two, about like environmental yeah stuff it's like a cd-rom that like like uh brainwashes these kids mm-hmm. and like there's like well because this group that like is pretending to be environmentalists yeah yeah like they're like abusing that mm-hmm. and, and there's like, a tinfoil element at some point too yes yeah. No, it's like you can stop superheroes with tinfoil. Yeah. It's oh, and like, they, go, like, they like wrap them all yes. up. And but it's also like there's that like beautiful moment where like Robert Townsend has to like teach his kid how to fly. Yeah, like there's like all riding of that. a bike. And Robert Townsend like directed that movie. Mm-hmm. He wrote also? and 
I, I don't know if he wrote it, but I, I he definitely he it. directed it. But he's like such a secretly prolific like writer yes. in a way that like we don't like. I don't know. It just feels like there's there are fewer, um, like black multi hyphenates in that way where it's like oh he directs and writes and acts. Yeah. Well, he was working. I mean, also, yeah. um, maybe you didn't watch this, The Parenthood. Mm-mm. So The Parenthood is another one of the standouts of just like that golden age of like black sitcoms that were definitely like kind of in definitely inspired by but from like a post Cosby show movement that was like we want to show healthy black families but also they very clearly have problems and are full of weirdos like your Moesha's mm-hmm. and like all I of those Moesha. <laughs> yes and um gosh like uh, my wife and kids mm-hmm. um which I did do recently do a rewatch on and I was like maybe this isn't actually as good as I remember <laughs> but, but like, um, everybody hates Chris like yeah. yes um which i'll love forever one of the Um, great shows one of the great shows about like a working class family mm -hmm. people love to be like they don't make shows about working class people and it's like they do they do they actually didn't watch it you didn't watch them (laughs) you actually didn't watch them because you didn't have to because you didn't feel like culturally if i don't watch this i'll die um there's (laughs) nothing else for me um but there was a uh, his show was called um the parenthood and it was like upper middle class family um but robert townsend was the dad and um he just basically it was like the cosby show of the 90s mm-hmm. um where he just like tried to make all these like weird non-traditional f- solutions to his kooky little family problems his kooky little family problems yeah um so that i think him just being a staple throughout my entire adult like growing up um, I think is what made him somebody who I always knew about. But I think getting to like college and like going on, I, I just realized like a lot of people just didn't know about him. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird to me because he. It's like that whole thing is, of like finding out about the other canon or yeah. like having your own personal canon and then like realizing that like you go to like tish or whatever yeah and it's like oh these people are working with a completely different like guidebook right and And then also like sorry go it's just like having to like assimilate to that other correct because i think for both you and i exactly for both you and i it's like oh okay well now we're going to also learn about this and that's like the way that it works like now we're gonna be now we're gonna know as much as we can but it's like oh you you don't want to watch baps huh (laughs) Why don't you want to watch Babs or the Five Heartbeats or Rat Boy or whatever? Um, <laughs> I even think like with like, because we obviously like knew a bunch of people who did like stand up. Yeah. And it's just like that thing of like, I feel like no one I knew was ever like Eddie Murphy stand up is like. Right. As, is like one of my like things. And like yeah. Robert Townsend directed Raw. Raw. Like. That is so crazy. Well, also in uh, Hollywood Shuffle as well, there's a moment that's one of my favorite moments. And I would say like spoiler, but I don't care. Like you, sh- if you haven't seen Hollywood Shuffle, you should. Just have, like watch it. Just it's literally like just not- watch it. It's so good. Um, literally all the time. But he has a moment where he is going out 
to the auditions and they're looking for an Eddie Murphy type. Yeah. Because like that was what Hollywood was like in the 80s. Like they were just looking for Eddie Murphy types. And so he like has to go in as an Eddie Murphy type. And it just is like very funny to me that while that was happening at some point, he also was. Yeah, he was like friends with Eddie Murphy. It's like he wrote this movie and was like friends with Eddie Murphy. And like, yeah, well, he um, kind of got to start too because like while he was doing stand up, he auditioned for um, SNL. SNL, yeah. And he didn't. He lost Eddie Murphy. Right. So, I mean, (laughs) sort of just speaks for itself. Do you know um, how he got started, like, writing and directing Yes, actually. So he did this movie in 1984 called A Soldier Soldier Story. um, Just acting or he directed it? Just acting in it. And it was, like, um, it was, I think, written and by a black man but directed by a white man and it was sort of like the year's black movie and he talked about it in he's like this interview there's like this netflix documentary about like black filmmaking like throughout the decades and he so he did this movie and he was like great like i've got to play a captain like i got to do something that had dignity and was cool like what's next and his agent was like oh no that was like the year's black movie like you have to wait like that was like the black movie of the Mm -hmm. year and he was like okay what the hell so you know he's like trying to work and do bit parts and audition for things and do stand-up and uh he got was like you know getting all these other like smaller parts and working his way up and then he was going to audition um for the color purple um which came out in 85 and to to play who to play uh harpo okay and he didn't end up getting harpo and so he was like i i can't keep waiting i can't i refuse to just keep waiting for the year's black movie and then not get it like i need to make i need to do my own thing and so he started uh writing and um that was sort of like how Hollywood Shuffle started mm-hmm. brewing in his mind. He's a genius. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> He's literally cool and No, a literally like as you were describing it, I was like, oh, that's just like the plot of Hollywood, Hollywood Shuffle. Hollywood Shuffle. It's just like yeah. being like, just like going into each audition being like, what, what fucking like black movie am I going to be up mm-hmm. for? Like what, which like, stereotype what am person- I going to be up yes. for now? Yes. What's it going to um, be? And he just kind of was like, okay, I'm over it. Um, and that's such a cool part of Hollywood Shuffle too is like, you know, I think mentally he was kind of in a space of like, even if this movie gets made, even if anything ends up happening with happening with it, I'm probably just the the upside is probably just going to be able to do more mm-hmm. of the black stereotype films. So like in the homages to films he does, like he does like a black Chinatown and he does like, you know, like a black sweeping romance. Like he get he puts all these things that he wouldn't get to normally have the opportunity to be like a full, f- fully fleshed out black man. Yeah. And also it's doing like these fun homages and scenes to things that he never wants to have to have to do again. And it's just like, it's one of those things where it's like, 
the movie is operating on so many like levels Mm -hmm. that it like it just feels so crazy that it isn't like that we didn't like watch it in college or something or that we aren't like talking about it all the time as like one of the great like like uh, satires or whatever like it's just it's so good and it's just like baseline very funny like yes second line like has a lot of things to say like third part the what you were just saying is that there's these it's these like gorgeous homages that like prove that like mm-hmm. as a director like he can do these things right like it's just there's so many different like lanes it's occupying all mm-hmm. at once in a way that like so few movies can actually like do and like stay afloat yeah it's it's really cool and i i don't know i think about this a lot like when i watch his work um like i i don't know like just when i watch like other black films especially of that time like daughters of the dust or mm-hmm. like i don't know I'll, I'll, like um gosh now i'm forgetting her name and that's bad um but like the water melon woman which is like another movie that's like mm-hmm. operating on like five different levels at the same time um have you seen to sleep with anger yes to sleep with anger is like one of those movies where it's like it's so interesting because it's one of those movies where it's like it's important that they're black, but also it's like not. But yes. Also it like it like it's so part of it, but it's just like they are just like a middle class family in like L. A. And like, yes, that's so much a part of it. And yes. like, but then uh, on top of all of it, there's just like the batshit crazy plot. Yes, that's like <laughs> truly insane. Um, but yeah, it's like I don't know. Like, I think so often, I <laughs> watched um. Symbiopsychotaxiplasm, take one, which is um, what really psycho movie um, that was directed by um, this like uh, black director in the late sixties or early seventies. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just like is another black movie where I'm like, black people have been operating on seventeen different levels since the beginning of time like that's the reality is like Mm -hmm. we have been doing it but so often like the stories that actually get uplifted are the ones that are about like our trauma like even Sidney Poitier like you know he directed so many movies I feel like nobody knows that like why isn't that taught? No, like why are is, we only taught about the movies where he's like uh like like yes uh, okay uh thank no, you for i mean the dinner. only like, ones the only like black movies or like black performances that i feel like really are like you know you can call it like green book syndrome or whatever but it's mm-hmm. always like blackness in the context of whiteness or yes. like but like like in comparison to whiteness and like mm-hmm. that's what gets lauded mm-hmm. and that's why when like moonlight came out everyone was like wait 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 wait, wait. <laughs> like yes what's going on here <laughs> 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 like like true like cartoon like oh my god yeah. <laughs> eyes <laughs> being like oh wait yeah you can make like high and then i also think that's why like you know there are a lot of reasons like tyler perry is derided but like but like the fact that tyler perry was like kind of willing to make movies and tv shows that are like kind of outside the context of like whiteness Mm -hmm. is like why they're so successful also it's like 
that's what people want that's what people are like looking for mm-hmm. but like like the way to make it quote unquote like palatable is to be like well white people don't understand black people to like exist this way and right. they exist this way in relation to white people so like this is what this is why you know wow i'm 100 this is why like hidden figures exist like yeah hidden figures great movie but it's still about blackness in the context in the context of whiteness and also just like not true like the fact that there are these moments where like right and there always have been white people who wanted the best for my people tore down that bathroom sign and it's like no he didn't he didn't didn't happen no stop that He didn't. Stop, Stop it. it. Come on. Damn, I'm going to go and watch Kane River after this and cry. <laughs> yeah, that's but like, the and move. Like, Daughters of the Dust is such a good example where it's like, um, it's like that there are, I don't think there is a single white person in that movie. There's no. like light skinned people and that's kind of like it. <laughs> like yes. that's the, that's the real divide is like, did you stay on the island or did you, or are you, are you light skinned and you like left the island? Like, it's still just like intra community mm-hmm. in a way that's like interesting and has so much more to it's like yes. so much deeper than being like black people are like this white people are like this what happens when you put them I'm together like, thinking wrong. so much too of just like all of the work of like bill gunn who is another person who i'm like why isn't he studied in school like i mean mm-hmm. i get it like we have to hit all the big hitters for sure yeah let's watch Orson you Wells, like, literally it, literally if you're in film school you actually don't have to watch Citizen Kane that's you, actually not a law you that's actually, actually like, go, because you went to film school you actually are exempt from watching yeah, Citizen Kane it's like, you're actually fine <laughs> like you're literally cool. fine and it's okay to know what happens but it's like yeah his work it's like just like in losing ground like Kathleen Collins like holding it down as like one of the first like preeminent like black directors but also in the same vein of like a robert townsend she was a poet and a playwright and a writer and an activist and a teacher and like she's not taught and like ganjin hess is like an incredible like horror film and like has inspired so much work by so many other directors and like We've definitely talked about this. Like, have the curiosity. Like, look back and see. Like, it will only make you better as well. Yeah. And it's also, it's just like, God, like, historically, this is just like what happens. It's like, you know. Yeah. uh, Zora Neale Hurston died poor. Like, that's like Adrian (sighs) Kennedy has never been like produced on like a big stage. Mm -hmm. Like, it's all of this stuff. No, Kathleen Collins made two films and then died before she turned 50 years old like yeah it's just like all of this stuff that like your favorite people will reference mm-hmm. as their favorites is never like respected in its right. time which it is, is probably crazy that like, charles burnett like isn't like isn't like canonized that is like, weird he is like one of the great american filmmakers that is actually deeply weird and yet we're like actually spike lee is the black filmmaker and right it's like why 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 did we where it's also what? like okay cool like you're gonna post like a maya angelou quote on your instagram have you seen down in the delta did you know that she directed a movie <laughs> also i bet you 20 dollars you actually didn't know that she directed a movie and all you annoying white people don't comment i actually knew she directed a movie. i actually just, didn't know that just so leave like... me alone actually just leave me alone <laughs> and tell your friends it's I like, love you all, even though you're annoying, but still. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's like, so I think Robert Townsend to me also represents that same frustration where I'm mm-hmm. like, he was such a 
figure in my life and I'm irritated that that the revere that I hold for him feels like niche almost mm -hmm. because he's not niche like even to to Kathleen Collins I'm like okay you know what sure let's just say this she was making um films that were art films in a way and not totally but you know like even losing ground at the time it was kind of like an indie film like you know mm -hmm. it's it's this small intimate drama sure let's let's go with that for that <laughs> or <laughs> you know like Horace Jenkins work sure sure but also but but then it's like Robert Townsend wasn't doing that he was, he was, he was, you know, he did and whatever, but, but he was like, and his work was like thoughtful and artistic, but also like he directed Raw. He directed the five heartbeats. He was directing like, superhero movies, had a sitcom for. There are so many. It's like the it's WB. Like, he had the range. Yeah. He, he, the thing is, is like the thing that kind of astounds me is that like you look at the credits and like he's just done so much yes, yes. so consistently yes. for like 40 years basically and we've given people more for having less exactly oh for forever like he should be like in the pantheon along with i don't fucking like who else can you even compare it to someone That's who's worked in like who's written and acted and directed and like been on tv right. and been in movies and like done stand-up right like, it doesn't it doesn't exist it's like, it's like we get it's like yes seinfeld doesn't direct movies no like <laughs> he and doesn't. he's one of the richest people on our, alive he doesn't like, and it's like okay one guy has like a late night show for like 40 years and it's like i mean cool like congrats you're very good at what you do but like the, even the fact that he has to be so good at so many different exactly. things. Yeah, that's the classic, you know, got to be twice as good to get half as far. Like. I just think it's crazy that like, I don't know. I don't know Robert Townsend's life. I don't know his situation. But like, I bet you 10 bucks he's not living in a big cornered off mansion. Like, you know. Tell oh, people yeah. like who's it's what's it's like. I hope he made a lot of money off of Raw. Raw made... You know how much money Raw made? Yeah. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm going to pull up the... You're going to pull up the numbers on Raw? I'm pulling up the numbers. We're not actually saying it right. It, the full title is Eddie Murphy Raw. Thank you. Um. Okay. Guess how much Raw made in 1987. Um, it had an $8 million budget. Jeez. Um, I'm going to say... In just 1984? 19, okay, 1987. 19, we're looking at the box office gross. Um, I'm going to say... Fifth, no, I know it's... I know, I'm going to say 100 million. Okay, no. It made $50 million. I was going to say 50. Did you hear me say fifth? Yeah, <laughs> I did hear you say 50, so that counts. Thank Adjusted you. for inflation? Yes. $113 million. Okay, so I was right both ways. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that That's is insane. so crazy. That's insane. That is so much fucking money. And, like, if, like, at the box office. And then to think of, like, 
VHS sales, yeah. mm-hmm. like streaming, like yeah. it's still so popular. Like I personally hope he, that Robert Townsend is like living off of raw money. Like, I hope so as well. But I'm like, even if his net worth is like a cool million, it should not be a cool it, million. He is no. worth like. It's like no one should be a millionaire, first of all. But for, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if but we like have if we're to, gonna, you know, <laughs> black capitalism won't save us. But while we have black it, capitalism won't save us. But like, he deserves to have more money than right. You know, it other is people. just like yeah, the fact just that based he's, on the amount of work put in, right? Like, <laughs> like the fact that he's not, and I mean, I get it, like he's not doing the same things now, but like that he isn't just in like the pantheon of like directors who can so easily be accessible and referenced and like I feel like we don't in that reference put be him, respected I feel like we don't even put him in the pantheon of like black directors I agree always. I it's agree. like you know we we go immediately we go to Spike mm-hmm. we talk about like more recent people we talk about like F. Gary Gray we talk about right. Jordan Peele we talk about Barry Jenkins we Gina, talk about Prince Gina Price Blythewood like but is Robert, it Blythewood Robert it's Blythewood, right? It's I th- oh I feel like it's Blythewood because in my head I go Gina Prince by the wood and I that's probably wrong. <laughs> Hold on, okay. I thought it was by the wood. Whoops. <laughs> A okay, podcast Gina, where we learn. Gina Prince Bythewood. Bythewood. Like right. you're saying Bicewood but with a with a lisp. Yeah, I'm saying it Bythewood. Bythewood. <laughs> <laughs> Bythewood. Oh, that's cute. Whoops. Anyway, she's great. We love her. But no, like, we love her. We freaking stand. We love her. We think she makes incredible movies, but like. Right. Who made that movie with Gugu where she was like a princess? Oh, that's that black British director who also did the movie that's like, um, Nika Music. Oh, God. It's that movie's uh, Belle. Um, yeah, the movie is called Belle. That's Oh, Ama Asante. Yes. Anyway, another person I, I I can just like pull off the top of my head who has made like two movies that no one really thought thinks about anymore. Mm. That was fun though. Yeah, she also went on a tangent that was like on Twitter where she was like, "You guys don't like my music, my movies because it's racist," and I was like, "Girl, <laughs> girl, damn! Remember when we all thought Gugu was gonna like happen? I think the not happening of Gugu is it's wrong." I will say I that. I think it's probably racist. It's no, gotta be, right? Yeah, but also, I'm like, if it's not Google, then what's going on? Bro, if it's she's not... She's built... She's the. She, she's what I thought y'all wanted. If you can't... If you can look at Google and be like, actually, we're not interested. That's weird. What do you want? What are you she interested is, in? honestly, very good in Beyond the Lights. <gasps> and... Did you... San Junipero. She was also... Did, hold on. Hold oh, on. Okay. Do you know what one of the most recent movies Gugu was in is? Well, I hope that it's a movie called Fast Color, which I feel like nobody watched. And I think uh, it's really she, upsetting that nobody watched because Fast Color is very good and she's very good in it. It's, giving that's y'all not what I was going to say. Homework. Um, wrinkle in Time. No, I'm going to just tell you. Do you remember um, how Edward Norton directed that movie? Motherless Brooklyn. Gugu is in Motherless Brooklyn. <laughs> Why is she in Motherless Brooklyn? She plays Doing someone what? named Laura Rose. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like the idea of Edward Norton telling Gugu what to do. Yeah. He has no. He has nothing to say to her. Oh, I she's on the morning show? Doing what? Uh, right. I don't know. 
I don't know. Okay. J- save Gugu. Oh, Someone please. Damn. God. If Gugu can't make it, we have to put Zazie beats a Joker. Like, we need to respect our light-skinned women. <laughs> if you guys don't want to respect them, not, there's no hope for anyone. <laughs> Like, come on. Staying out of this. This is your <laughs> this is your little stump speech. <laughs> I got nothing to say about that one. I'm done. Okay. I just want I just want better for Gugu and Zazi. Okay. <laughs> two two women with fun names. Once again? Okay. <laughs> okay. Um Yeah. Well, to Robert Townsend, I guess if there's a little bit of controversy that i can offer (laughs) so i mean robert townsend was like so good and everybody i think especially like black comedians and like writers like all respected him just because like he was doing the damn thing like he just was and um he was respected a lot by bill cosby who thought the parenthood was like a really exemplary show. Um, he, um, I think in Meteor Man, Bill Cosby is in it. Is Robert Townsend like Bill Cosby innocent? He's not Bill Cosby innocent, but he did direct Bill Cosby 77, which was Bill Cosby's uh Doc, uh, uh, net, Netflix stand-up special that was going to come out but didn't come out because then all the allegations started coming out. Yikes. So. I mean, yeah. That's not great. So. It's not I do great, but also truly like- the fact that since this has happened Mm-hmm. He hasn't like he doesn't claim Bill Cosby publicly like he has not. And I think he like kind of can't come against him because he probably just like was like his mentor and his family Mm -hmm. would be like crazy. But. Yeah, he directed Bill Cosby special. (laughs) And then Bill came out. Yeah, that is that is not great. Um, You know, I mean, I feel like also it's like one of the. Um, like things that people point out about Hollywood Shuffle is that it's like not a great for like women. Like mm-hmm. it's not like the you know it's not like a a feminist win or whatever. But like, um, you know, okay, that's What's up? Yeah. tell me, tell me. <laughs> I'm just thinking. I'm I I am again thinking about like the difference between like icon and legend and like where yeah. we draw the line and also like. With people like Bill Cosby, it's like, it's like, what do we do with people who are like associated with them? Like, yeah, um, yeah. Like, I think a good example is like Pamela Adlon, who mm-hmm. was so like obviously one of like Louis's close people, right? And was very, very, very quick to be like, like Louis innocent. Like, was she like Louis innocent? Well, I feel like she was like. She was, like, bad. No, yeah, really bad. And also, like, I mean, more recently, if we want to get into this, it's, like, Whitney Cummings was very quickly, like, no, this Chris D'Elia shit is, like, fucked up. And, like, yeah, I, like, I, um, but those are also both examples of, like, 
women, women who are close to men. I feel and like, like men, when men are close to men, it's no, they, like they stay kind of quiet. Yeah. Yeah. It would be nice to see like a guy be like, hey, right. this is fucked. But I, I also think, think like somewhat like I think Whitney Cummings tweeted recently. She was like, thank you to all the male comedians like privately texting me about how fucked up it is <laughs> and like saying nothing publicly yeah. like it's frustrating why are men like that because they're all cowards like because they're all cowards just... olivia <sighs> yeah i mean it just would be nice to sort of see like um for lack of a better word some balls <laughs> right it's like it's like not to you know associate male or like you know yes maleness with phallic uh, <laughs> balls, genitalia but, right. with like a uh, strength but like come on stop yeah, being a puss it's um <laughs> like, no it's it's annoying and it, it is i mean like just obviously have been thinking a lot lately about a lot of things surrounding this about redemption versus restorative justice and you know what does like living an apology look like and what does going away actually mean and like all of these things um and also the frustration that like I feel like I understand that this means that we might not get it right for a bit Mm -hmm. and that I guess I have to be okay with that but it feels like other people don't get that or care about that i don't know i don't know we're not gonna figure it out in this conversation what do you mean huh (laughs) you and me talking to to each other on our podcast aren't gonna (laughs) figure it all out random oh my god we're getting zoom bombed by angela davis holy Holy shit shit. she's gonna she's gonna Um, figure it out with us we just expedited the timeline hi hi dr davis hello how are you two Oh, good. Oh, thank good. you. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, I just want to say I think you should stop talking about this. I don't think you two are the ones who should be talking about this. Oh. oh. Um. Uh, okay. You don't think I, that we're kind of nope like on track to figure no, this out? No, shut up. Shut up. Shut oh, up. That's kind of curt of you. Yeah, um, I thought you were. I don't know. I just thought you would be nicer. Oh, you think I should be nicer? What is this? What is this? Yes, Queen on on Crooked Media. <laughs> wow jesus no 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 of course not we would never do that to you but like no. while you're here just yes. while you're here what's yes. um what's something that you believe well something that i believe is that you guys should play a quick game of fuck mary kill bye yes queen yes queen <laughs> i believe you i believe her as well she's cool and her voice sounds definitely like her voice does her voice sounded okay i will say her voice sounded a lot like how her voice sounds I oh you really thought like, so i really <laughs> Like current, like not you know, it doesn't no, sound like no, no, not past, but, like, but kind of yeah, but like kind of like twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that is kind of what I think. That's what she I was trying to do. Like, I think yeah. that's what she was trying yeah. to do, and she would say thank you. Um, mm-hmm. And I could just say thank you, even though it wasn't me. It was like yeah, of course, speaking, of course, of course. Yeah, that's cool. All right, that's cool. Nice. Well, let's listen to Angela and play a quick game of fuck Mary kill. I thought you were like gonna play a track. I was like very confused by that segue. Well, I'm sorry. Oh, my radio show. Well, because I have this mic set up like I'm fucking yeah. DJ. I was mic is set up like she's Don freaking Imus or something. <laughs> like this is. Let me take a picture. Me DJ. Do you want me to? Okay. Yeah, take a screenshot. Ugh, fine. Hold on. Do 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 do. 
Is that good? Is that I don't good know. radio? Oh, freaking <laughs> You know, you saw what I was trying to do, right? Freaking freaking. I got, I got, I got. Well, this will all be cut out. <laughs> well, let's listen to Angela and play a quick game of Fuck Mary Kill. Fuck Mary Kill. You know it. You love it. You understand the schematics of that game. But when we play, we don't play with different people. We play with aspects of this potential icon's life. Okay. And last week we did it with movies. And mm-hmm. I would like to suggest we do a same thing, mostly because I have one in my brain. Olivia, I would love to hear your list. Okay. My list is as follows. Hollywood Shuffle. Uh-huh. Up, Up, and Away. Uh-huh. Carmen, a hip hopper. Olivia. <laughs> Olivia. Starring one Miss Beyonce Giselle. Yes, Knowles. and one Mr. Mackay Pfeiffer. Of course. Another man who I go, where did you go? Where the fuck did Mackay Pfeiffer go? Because another great. He's so good. Who just. Did Mackay Pfeiffer get nominated for an Oscar for 8 Mile? Am I, I don't think up? he did. I think I wish he did, but I don't think he did. Okay, we can keep talking. I wish he got nominated for one. Literally, where the hell is he? (laughs) I'm sorry, but where the hell is Mackay Pfeiffer? Okay, Mackay Pfeiffer was not nominated (laughs) for an Oscar. I was fully just like making that up. (laughs) Is he like a bad guy? Oh, I don't think so. I don't want to start a rumor about Mackay Pfeiffer. I'm not. Okay. And and, I just need to know where he is. Oh, my God. Do you know where Mackay Pfeiffer is? I'm looking at it right now. Where? Mackay Pfeiffer is on Love, Victor, formerly a Disney Plus show. Currently. He's in TV. He's in TV. Mackay Pfeiffer is in TV. Okay. That's good. But we need more of him. Yes. Hmm. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. I don't know what I'm going to do with that information, but... (laughs) nothing but i'm gonna start just spreading rumors and i think if i spread enough rumors positive rumors they're not mm. rumors they're just me saying i like mckay pfeiffer maybe somebody will hear it okay fuck mary kill i think that okay here's the thing about this option i'll play mm-hmm. your game i'll play your little game i'll say last week's option was really hard because all the ones were very are Bad. not favorite and I thought, oh, Olivia's going to do all really good ones. So this will be really hard. But instead, you do this. I just wanted to do Carmen. I know, because we didn't talk about Carmen and we sort of have to talk about Carmen. <laughs> so upsetting. Well, obviously, I'm going to kill Carmen a hip hopera. <laughs> obviously. Obviously? Yes, Olivia, obviously. Okay, you're going to fuck a movie made for children? I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> Just think about it. I don't know. You're going to marry it? Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling snappy. I'm sorry. No, you're making me out to be a pedophile on my own co-hosted podcast. <laughs> on our podcast in my in our house that we share. Mm-hmm. You make me a pedophile in our home. No, well, just we can we can do we can do different ones if you want. No, I'll come out. Whatever. <laughs> I'm going to marry Hollywood Shuffle because I love it and it gives me optimism and peace and humor and I cry at the end every time, which I think is what a marriage should be like when you cry at the end every time just because it makes me so happy. I literally cry at the credits because I just think about all these friends coming together and people who 
knew that each other were talented, but just didn't know what their careers were going to look like. Just helping each other. And I cry. Ugh. I love it. Also, Meteor Man is another movie like that, where he was like, I was just calling on favors because every movie I was making, I thought was going to be the last movie. So I called on every single favor that I had, and I asked people to help me. What a beautiful man. God. All right. Well, uh, Olivia. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I did this to you. No, it's just like. You can fuck up of an old if you want he is hot in it is what else that's what i remember from being a child is being like that the dad is hot here he's literally like the archetype of any like a my ideal black father yes and he really like carved that role out for him like he he did a good job yes and also sherman helmsley is in it playing the granddad i know that's so good I miss Sherman Hemsley so much. Amen. So is that is that your F? Turn on the light, don't ever shine on me. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're making me feel like I'm a pedophile if I say you're it. You're not. I'm sorry I made you feel that way, but it, it's not true. You. It's also one of those things where it's like, it's different when something that uh, came out when you were a child uh, and now, in retrospect made you like uh, horny as a child. Okay. I guess I'm honoring that. And okay. Like it's, it's sort of like a, okay. It's like this. It's like you're like, like old boyfriend who you've always had affection with. And then you're like mm-hmm. back home during Thanksgiving sure. and yeah. you're both like, well, we're both single. So I guess we'll do this. And there's like a yeah. comfort there. And Just you're to like, like, see if it's like, do we you're still like, actually, it? this wasn't like right or like the right time necessarily. But it's like nice to see you like like the sex itself is not good. But like the mm-hmm. hang before and after are both. Good. Sure. It's like he knows like what's like what you want after. Like, yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. And you're like, okay, like let's Brings just. Brings you a glass of water. Yeah. And you're like, oh boy. I guess we. Oh, maybe I should have fucked Carbon and Hip Hop for a. <laughs> Olivia, what's your answer? I'm obviously fucking Carmen a hip hop. I know you're obviously <laughs> fucking Carmen a hip hop. I know that. Fucking Carmen hip hop because it is. Um, Jade, a mess. It's Beyonce. It's Beyonce and Mackay Pfeiffer, and it's a it's mess. Beyonce and Mackay Pfeiffer. It's just like. It's it's like early Beyonce too. Yes, it's like baby, 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 baby Beyonce, and like so it, you know getting in on the ground floor. Yes, there. I think just she's kind like of twenty. Yeah, she's like, I think she is like twenty. It's like kind of like early, even like Destiny's Child. Like yeah, it's they haven't really. This blown is pre gold member. This is like yeah. Oh yeah, early. It is crazy. Um. And I think she's credited as like Beyonce Knowles. Like it's not like mm-hmm. Beyonce. We haven't gotten to like single name no. status yet. But because it is one of those things where it's like if I if I F hit Carmen of hip opera, I can always say like I was there when. But you know, you know what's going to happen, right? Hmm. You're going to get an STD. That's fine. Is it okay. one of the treatable ones? No. It's Wyclef Jean, Will Bow Wow, DeBrat, Jermaine Dupree. Ew, don't do it with talk about it like that. That's what it is. That's the STD you have. Oh, God. Having <laughs> having the Jermaine, Jermaine Dupree. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's fine. But oh. I can also say that I got it from Carmen, and that's, like, cool. Um, okay. <laughs> just, like, all those people who say that they got chlamyd from we all know who. Anyway. 
Colin Powell. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, I marry Hollywood Shuffle, and then I do have to kill up, up and away. But I, I'm sad when I do it. Oh, as long as you're sad. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want to. It's bad. Yeah. Well, that's th- that's that then. Okay, should we do some final wor- thoughts? Yeah. I'll go first since you went first last time. Um, my final thoughts here are, I feel like this was a good companion episode to yeah. the one we did last week, which features Noah Bambach, who is like a white man who is maybe like too revered for not doing like enough. And then this is kind of the flip of that, where it's like mm-hmm. the black man who's done so much, mm-hmm. he's touched like every facet of everything. Yep. And is not like, like nearly as recognized as Noah Bamba right. is. Definitely um, by black people. Yes, of course. Yeah. But, but like, he's not getting, you know, he's not getting the Oscar love. nominations. He's not like. But I think he's we not also getting talk- the, he's not getting Netflix money. Like right. that is kind of what it comes down to. That's the is thing. like. It's like he might not be. I mean, honestly, I'm not saying this in like a whatever whatever way, but it's like, you know, he might not be doing things every, every, like the things that he's been doing most recently. They might not be Oscar things, but sure. they definitely give the Netflix money and not just for him to be a talking head in a documentary. like, And not just for him to direct a Bill Cosby special. Yeah, 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 but yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. but it's like it's the same thing. I feel like it. it I'm glad we brought up Charles Burnett because it's just like there are all of these like Mm -hmm. people who Mm -hmm. should just if we were just you know how when people will be like take names off of job applications so that you're just working off of like qualifications Mm -hmm. it's like if we were just taking names off of these filmographies right and we were like looking at charles burnett and we were looking at robert townsend and we were like comparing them to like you know lesser white people we'd mm-hmm. be like oh yes obviously these guys are going into the pantheon and these guys aren't and it feels right. like so obviously racial Ooh. that yeah. it's like this isn't happening yeah um and so i don't and, and it's like and for that reason i don't know if we can say that like across the board robert townsend is like an icon i hmm. think he's like a great artist yeah but i don't know if there is that like recognition because i think recognition is so much part of being an icon yeah so that's kind of where i'm at right now yeah it's hard for me because i think well the answer to me is that he should be seen as an icon yes and And i I, think that's such an interesting place to be in it's like one of the reasons i'm glad you picked it because it's like so rarely do we have someone where it's like they they should be right more revered and it's like and it's like when you see everything it's like yeah he's got the specs and there and that's what I said earlier there are people who have had more for less like people who will be icons for not I don't know what that space is I would like for him to be an icon and maybe yeah something will happen I mean. Hollywood Shuffle was on Criterion for a hot sec and just went mm-hmm. away. But maybe he will be in that space of, oh, we should have given him his flowers. Let's get a lifetime Oscar. I think we famously say those don't count, but like we'll make an exception. I would love to make an ex- exception for him. 
I would love to if it is possible. And I don't know. I mean, like he maybe he's gonna spend the some future years like producing How old or is he? I think late fifties. Oh, he's only sixty three. If oh. Clint Eastwood can be shitting out movies until we put him in the ground, like yeah. we can let Robert Townsend do more stuff. I think we can too. And a black sixty-three is different, you know. Oh, it's like- different, <laughs> different. Cicely Tyson is honestly is white sixty-three. <laughs> Cause like we we look this up. Angela Bassett is like fifty-nine or sixty or something. Like that yeah. is not. She's a definitely white 60. sixty, but yeah, yeah but also. Angela Bassett is Angela Bassett. That's 63. true. That's different from even black God, people. Someone She's come on here to talk about Angela Bassett. On another level. Yeah. Please let's talk about Angela Bassett so I can black out. I would like that <laughs> for myself. I want to wake up still talking about her <laughs> arms being like at a full fugue state. And Andrew's like, you talked about it for two hours. And I'm yeah. like, I'm so sorry. I rewatched What's Love Got to Do With That the other week. And <sighs> I was like, I mean, just never in my life. <laughs> just never in my life. She is one of those people where it's like, she is kind of Robert Townsend-esque where it's like, if we look at the specs. Yeah. It's like. Robbed of an Oscar and we know it. Robbed of an Oscar several times. Several. Like. Robbed. Like. Come on. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> What's a bitch gotta go to yell for? If not, if not an Oscar. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the other thing is like, so often these people like have the like, the things that they tell you, you need to be. Yes revered yes and it's not enough yes and even the fact now that like she's like on 911, i'm like where's she needs to be in fucking big little lies right like that's i what think she we've had deserves. this literal conversation before on the pod where we're like put angela bassett on big little but lies. this is a, i want to see like angela bassett like viola like my black extras like i want to see them get to do their shit yeah and enter sure. that and that's kind of what like widows felt weird. like a little bit that's what widows wanted yeah and we can talk about the trauma that is widows for a while i think we have talked about it we have we gotta yeah. wrap it up we gotta wrap it up because now we're just saying the things that you know we think and believe and i'll and we can wrap it up by playing perhaps a quick vroom vroom yeah why not I'm just looking at pictures of Angela Bassett and like oh, going to cry. <laughs> She's so beautiful. Who is she married to? That's like where it's Courtney like B. Vance. Yeah. Hot. Which also they met at Yale, I believe. And he also Courtney is B. somebody. Vance, another person where it's like this, this is, this man is incredible at everything he does. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> even, even more so than Angela. Cause I feel like everyone is like, Angela's great. And people are like, saw the OJ thing and we're like, Courtney B. Vance. Yeah. But it was <laughs> like, but that he's somebody also, another black person who I'm like, I remember when the people of his OJ came out and everybody was like, oh my God, Courtney B. Vance, Courtney B. Vance. And I was like, is that the Courtney B. Vance that I know? From like the preacher's wife? <laughs> that can't be the same one, huh? But and it yet, was. It is. But where he's like somebody who I'm also like, you've been steadily putting in the work for years and years yeah. and years and years and years. It feels like, oh God, we could just do this forever. But it's the same thing as like Delroy Lindo, where people are like, yes. where it's like he shows up into Five Bloods and everyone's yes. like, this is incredible. And it's like, he'd been incredible. Like, he, no, he'd been. He'd been here. Yeah. My, my fucking London West End people know. They, no, they, <laughs> like, they know when they've been new. He's been treading the boards like 
But that I'm like, if we're giving them their flowers eventually, then let's just get it done. Yeah. Let's just get it done. And I've also now I'm like, now there's going to be about 20, 30 people who are about to go Google Delroy Lindo because they didn't realize he was English. (laughs) (laughs) Incredible stage actor. Just like look up the the just look you it know, up the credits just it's look just it like, up rewatched and um, also also if you watch the five bloods you can literally feel that energy just like that energy like this man has played a thousand he's like, giving you a shakespearean monologue right now that you yeah, don't deserve he is looking you straight in the eye and he's saying this isn't film acting this is i'm giving you something else i'm giving you something else yeah there, there's a spike lee interview where he was like as long as everybody finally respects delroy lindo then i'm fine with having made this movie <laughs> And it's just like, that's great. I love it. Um, some good news for Courtney B. Vance. Um, he's playing. Is this the Courtney B. Vance report? Yes. Welcome to the Vance <laughs> report. Welcome to Case Courtney. This <laughs> in the upcoming genius um, where Cynthia Revo is Aretha Franklin. Courtney B. Vance will have a recurring role as her father, C.L. Franklin. Um, in addition, he's going to have a recurring role in the upcoming uh, Jordan Peele produced Lovecraft Crowny. That's great. So, love it. This is all good love news to see it. for me. Personally. Should we try to get Courtney an Oscar? Olivia, <laughs> let's get Courtney an Oscar. <laughs> We've done Angela before. We have. So now we're just, you know, we're getting the whole fam. Yeah. I think he's going to have some good momentum as well after Lovecraft mm-hmm. and Genius. Mm-hmm. Okay. Minute on the clock. Minute on the clock. Let's win. Courtney B. Vance. A freaking Oscar. Okay. Okay. Immediately. Leader supporting. What are we feeling? He won supporting for... And I think he shines in a. I think he shines role. in supporting because that's the other thing is because he's usually out acting people. Correct. And that really comes through in supporting. And when you're a lead and you're doing that, it just feels like your your tone is off. Mm-hmm. But when people do that supporting, we love it. See Anne Hathaway in Ocean's Eight. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I'll see it and I'll look at it. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey and Magic Mike. Anyway, it could go on. Yes. But uh, like a a high caliber supporting performance, honestly, like two to three scenes max mm-hmm. like gets in gets out mm-hmm. steals the show yeah we just have to figure out the plot one of the things that's really exciting for him i think or like always resonant rather is like his voice like he just has a really yes. fantastic commanding mm-hmm. voice and he shines as like preacher father mm-hmm. so i think something where he can like come in i mean also like he was great as like a lawyer so like that sort of thing where he comes in as like commanding figure to help balance mm-hmm. out all of the mess. Yes. I'm trying to think about what that could. I would love if it be. was like a to sleep with anger style story where there is something crazy going on. Like mystical almost? Like I, mean, I wonder, like black magical realism style. Like we're like Joe Turner's come and gone. Like mm-hmm. like kind of um Okay, and so we know what he's winning for. What's what if he's plot? like some kind of I do think like some kind of, you know, 
like one of those like traveling revival uh okay preachers, uh-huh. like who like kind of shows up and maybe like music man's a town and like is the reason it, it like it's like to sleep with anger but like bigger yeah <laughs> it's like on like a town level yeah and like if the whole he, thing's if the whole thing is like yeah magical and like big that mm-hmm. could be nice it's like yes i think it's like he shows up pedals his whatever mm-hmm. uh gets the whole town flipped upside down kind of disappears for a while comes mm-hmm. back and is like uh, comes back and like everyone is kind of mad at him and he's like this is not my problem like yeah you guys did this and he gets like one really juicy scene where he's like standing in the town square like really okay wait okay yes or we actually do an adaptation of joe turner's come and gone i mean obviously <laughs> and he plays any and he plays the like, voodoo man <laughs> yeah <laughs> imagine if um, the the like the yeah you know who i'm talking about mm-hmm. i can't remember his name but the one is like the freed slave yes that guy okay Here's my new idea is yeah. that like, um, you know how Quentin Tarantino was like, I'm only going to do 10 movies. Uh-huh. Imagine we get a black director who's like, I'm just going to do the, the August <gasps> Wilson Century cycle. The August cycle. Wilson cycle. I'm just going to yeah. adapt them. I'm just going to do all 10. We there would has- get another Fences, but like, yeah, fine. But it like also it could be better. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Right That's or wrong? That's rude to Papa Denzel. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. I think we could just, not better, that just like different. That's good, whatever. It, no, no, just no, 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 Just it's different. Good. It's good, just different. Okay. Or like skip it. Skip fences. <laughs> or, like, Denzel or Denzel decides. Or Denzel does. Oh my God. Denzel should do. Are we, we geniuses? Yes. Again. God. I don't think we're wasted this here. The, this is like the burden. <sighs> I'm exhausted. Like. What was the one that Andre Holland was in? The like 70s one? Yeah, um, not on Mar- Broadway. Jitney. Jitney. Jitney was good. Damn. Wow. Anyway, Ma Rainey Den- on film. Denzel directing. Courtney been- B. Vance and Joe Turner's Come and Gone. Olivia. What? Did you know that they've? Oh, never mind. This actually is a bad idea. <laughs> what? George C. Wolf is directing a Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. For uh, for Netflix, with Viola Davis as Ma Rainey, Chadwick Boseman as Levy, Glenn Turman, my king as Toledo. Does do film? Mm, you know, and that's the thing. It's kind of. I don't know. Okay, cool. I mean, he's sure. you know. Let's let him. Also, what could be cool? Whatever we can we can work through different ideas of the uh-huh. Joe Turner cycle. Uh huh. I just think it'd be cool to get ten black directors to like each do one and then like release it. That's as, like the like, cycle. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really cool. Let's do that instead. Okay. And because I still also- think Denzel should do Joe Turner or Jordan Jordan Peele's Joe Turner. I was gonna. Would that's be sick. a good one. That's a good one. Okay, well, we're geniuses, and yeah, it's no, time for us like to log off. Good idea. This is the thing. We're wasted here. I don't know how to, like, how do we make money just, like, having our ideas? Because I don't really want to be, like, a producer, but I you just, like, get, like, a studio or what? Yeah, I think we need to, okay, here's what we need is that we need we need seed money, and we yeah. need to be the people who are just, like, hiring people to write our ideas. I think that's good. 
We would technically be producers, but we could be executive producers in the way where we don't actually have to deal with like budgets. And I stuff. think that's really good. Yeah, yeah, I think that's good. Like we, a like, Barry, give notes? like a Barry Jenkins piano lesson. <sighs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. And like, hmm. Maybe. And also, this would be great because it's like, you know, outside of I think like fences uh-huh we kind of sleep on the on the century cycle yeah king headley too still slaps the second I mean, king the second this would be huge for the city of pittsburgh <laughs> i mean and they need it now more than ever we like ava on that who's doing jitney though jitney's fun jitney's like jitney's like dynamic is fun i mean i mean we gotta see we could do we could let janixa do jitney i was just gonna say janixa i was just we're gonna get your dicks on jitney all right like that's so fun i'm a dm her <laughs> Janixa, what are you up to olivia and i are putting something we together have a great idea for you. <laughs> we gotta go no Everyone we have to leave obviously woke this up is from a nap so good uh, good 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 well olivia guess what guess what it's time it's good what what it's time to go it's time to go thank you all for listening remember to rate review subscribe five stars only this is a five-star podcast this is a five-star podcast and we have been demoted to four and a half stars because we of also five so stars ma- for giving you like so many ideas if you're a millionaire we've just turned you into a multi like for like, real this for podcast free. is free ideas constantly and no one's taking them and that's not on us i'm sorry on us. and it's not on us that we aren't taking them either no <laughs> like that's not our fault no 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 that's y- that's y'all's that's fault. on you that's on you okay anyway, all right so all with listening. that in mind <laughs> bye leaving on a hostile note yeah Goodbye. for real wait also don't take any of these ideas by the way like they're free <laughs> ideas but they're not to be taken they're just for you to think about and think, wow, Olivia and I are so smart. And if you have some emails, you know, tell people, listen to the podcast, give whatever. But otherwise, there are ideas that we're bad about. <laughs> okay, bye. We're so annoying. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.